Hello everyone and welcome to Diversify Her. I'm your host Raven Hayward and today on the show I have Don Williams Thompson. As an entrepreneur and entrepreneur for 25 plus years, primarily focused on beauty and personal care, a mompreneur for 20 plus years with her first college age scholarship and honors millennial grad in 2018 and second in 2020 and a focus on doing more self-care, Miss Don has proven experience in building brands, businesses, and organizations. Miss Don shares key frameworks with brand positioning and consumer understanding to take brands to the next level. She has been an executive vice president, chief marketing officer, and head of brand management in multicultural hair beauty industry. Miss Dawn's most recent role as an innovation and engagement director of a large beauty brand that serves multiple categories and is in one of every two households, creating hair care, skin care, skin cleansing for cash conscious women, men, and family, has her even more focused in access to quality beauty products for all. Thank you so much for joining me today, Miss Dawn. I'm honored to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Glad to be here, Raven. Yes. So reading about your bio and seeing that you working with the multicultural hair and beauty industry. Could you please tell me how you got there along with your journey of working through your companies? Sure, no problem. I think um, probably I got there from just being curious. I think being curious about things and observations, and I love pop culture. So I think just liking um, to understand situations and people more made me say, like, how do I get into that world of, you know, marketing brand or just, you know, um, products that can make a difference in people's lives and, you know, being curious and just knowing the products that I love, like everybody at any point in time can think about, you know, there's certain products that if someone took it away from you, your whole world would change. Mm -hmm. And so I always wanted to figure out how could I be a part of those products? I think that's probably why hair care and beauty has been one of the biggest parts of my career, because we know that having something that can help you feel better about who you already know you are or help transform something um, overnight. Um, and especially we with um, curly, coily hair, we love to wear our hair in multiple styles and we know we love products that can help us do that. Um, just having those things can really help you feel even more beautiful and um, confident about who you already are. Yes. So you're talking about, um, you know, your curly and coily hair and making sure that, you know, everyone has the products that you need. So working in corporate America, I know that they now have the crown act because mm -hmm. of the certain unfair treatment of just the way that they were wearing their hair. So could you tell me just your thoughts about the Crown Act and maybe ways that corporate America has done with diversifying and working on their DEI policies to encourage more women of color to wear their hair naturally? Yep. So first I have to qualify that I am an employee of Unilever and Unilever does own Dove, who is a huge sponsor of the Crown Act. And I'm very proud of that work. Um, there's a new campaign out um, that's all about starts at five. And it really does speak to, I think, if you're an Afro African-American woman, a black woman, a Latina woman, you know, at some point, um, someone in an environment 
has made a point of letting you know that something's different. Um, I think what the Crown Act is about is always making sure that what's different is different positive because different never has to be different negative. Right. And right. so much of what's happened when it comes around hair and in, in, in this world is about the fact that too often people try to make differences negative. And um, if you're a little black girl growing up or a little African-American girl growing up often, and, and especially if you're in an environment where there may be only you, you're a minority, you will quickly understand. And, and usually just like the campaign that's out, that says starts at five. You usually understand by even that level that people may be making fun or not wanting you to be a part because you have a difference in your hair. You have a tighter curl or it's just different. Um, and we just I think with the Crown Act and everything that's being done by the legislation. So please go sign the petition if you haven't. Just yes. a little plug in there yeah. <laughs> um, is about making sure that we celebrate differences because usually whenever there's differences in people with different experiences in a situation, we figure out things for the better. And we know that we have um, consumers out there and, and users out there who represent a great bit of people who like to wear their hair to, you know, in diverse ways. You know, today my hair is flat iron, but, you know, tomorrow it might be in a wash and go. And mm -hmm. I like the fact that I have this hair. I'd have no other hair. I love the fact that I have this hair that I can wear four different ways in a seven day week and people can go, oh, you did something different. Well, yeah, that's me. We love versatility. And actually data says that 70% of, of African-American women do like to wear their hair in a versatile way. So the point is don't um, discriminate people who have something different than you, whether it be hair, whether it be thoughts, you know, in the whole idea is just to support people from where they sit and understand that they're still human. Like that's the thing we have that's consistent. We all have red blood. We all are human <laughs> and kindness goes a, far, a long way. Yes. And it's about celebrating our, dis our differences because that's what makes us unique and that's what makes us who we are. And I'd love to know what's one thing that you wish you had known when you began your career? Mm, it's always a good question. Um, so I could answer that in a whole bunch of ways, but I think um, if I were talking to people out there like me, I would say, I would tell them, I never knew that I could do so much to make a difference. Um, I think whether you are an entry-level person in marketing or you get to a place where I've gotten or you get further than I've even gotten, when you're working on products that affect whole communities, there's always an opportunity to make sure that the underserved are served better. Mm -hmm. to make sure that the people who aren't celebrated are celebrated more. And never does it mean that you don't celebrate others too, but um, there's definitely an underdog to a lot of the things that are done um, and underserved. And so you always have the opportunity to um, do something a little bit different for those who otherwise it wouldn't be done if you didn't see them. So right. I think that, Always looking to see those folks who are unseen but make a difference too is the opportunity that you have going into your career at all times. And it it will make you a better person and a better 
marketer or brand builder, um, but it also can impact communities in ways you never knew. Mm, I love that. Thank you. Well, what what advice would you give to someone that was wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll answer that one a little broadly, because I think whether you are planning to be in brand management or general management or an entrepreneur or uh, sell any kind of product to the world, I think the advice I'd give you is to don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you're trying to you know, it's a lot like Shark Tank, Shark Tank, you know, whenever you're trying to understand what might be a viable product or what might make a difference in the world, it very often is trying to figure out what makes a difference to you, what is able to um, change or transform you in a way where a gap is filled or improved upon, um, you know. Small things can make a difference that sometimes become big things. I know um, some of my girlfriends and I often say we never leave the house without our lipstick. And, you know, <laughs> lipstick can be look, looked at as a small detail, but it also can be looked at as something that can enhance um, how you feel about how great you already are. Um, mm-hmm. Like putting on a, a little bit of magic before you walk out the door. Um, and there's so many other things, even in, in, in hair care, you and I've talked about is we uh, talked about supporting your um, nonprofit and helping women who had access to shampoo and conditioner, but didn't have access to stylers who had coily and kinky and tight, tight curly hair. Mm -hmm. Um, Having that product that can help you style your hair in a certain way, or make sure you can manage, make it more manageable can Mm -hmm. put time back into your schedule. Um, So I, I really think that, you know, it's all about how do you figure out what can make a difference in someone's world? And oftentimes those differences are things that make a difference with you or your brother or sister or your mother or father or your friend. So you don't have to look, you know, big and wide to find things that you can impact. It can be right in your own backyard. Yes, right in your own backyard. And I'd like to provide uh, just some context for the listeners that are um, listening right now, Miss um, Dawn, she made a very generous donation to help me in partnership with my podcast to donate multicultural hair care products that were needed by Haven House, which is one of the beneficiaries that my school student council, we raised $160,000 for Haven House services here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And with that, I was able to talk to one of the directors there at Haven House to really see where I could make an impact uh, more personally. And she expressed to me that a lot of the children that went through Haven House um, actually said that they felt that they needed some products that were catered more towards them, such as bonnets or wide tooth combs or picks and curly hair stylers. So Miss Dawn was um, able to help me to make a donation to donate different stylers and gels and custards um, so that the kids could use it. And she expressed to me how um, thankful they were. Haven House was very thankful for the donation. And she said that the faces on um, the faces that they had when they 
saw it, they were just so excited and they're very grateful. So I'd just like to thank you so much for really helping me to be able to provide that for them. Well, I want to thank you for having the idea. Again, you can make a big difference um, where you are just with a few people. You can impact their lives in ways they'll remember forever. Yes, ma'am. Now, speaking of curly hair products, I know that this is a conversation that we also had earlier. What is one common myth um, in your profession, specifically with hair care, that you'd like to debunk? Yeah, that's a great one. Um, So I want to go on record and debunk that there exists something called bad hair. You know, I think from young ages, depending on what kind of environment you're in, you oftentimes hear that there's this thing about good hair and bad hair. Mm -hmm. And I would like to say there's just hair and, you know, it's it's the lens you see it through and having products that can do things for it that I think can help you understand that you know, what might've been said is bad hair by some people can be versatile hair or bold hair or unique hair or something you make your own. Um, And never, ever, ever has anyone who hasn't been unique been um, someone who you want to remember. You know, you think about the people in the world you remember the most, um, whether it be someone like Maya Angelou Angelou or uh, somebody, you know, um, like a Lapita, you know, I think that all of those folks bring very different characters and looks to who they are. And if they didn't have the look they, they had, they wouldn't be unique. And so who wants to be vanilla? Like who wants (laughs) to be just like everybody else? So I challenge people on thinking and saying there's good or bad hair, because I just don't believe in that. And I think that if people, um, you know, it's all over YouTube and ways you can do your hair now. Um, there's so much out there now. Um, so I think if people, um, one thing I'd like to push people on while I love protective styles, I think protective styles are great. Get out of your comfort zone. Stop doing so many protective styles. Um, sometimes I try to do them twice a year because they're good. And sometimes you just want to not have your hair have so much manipulation. That's true of all of us. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid of your hair. It's like learning how to cook, like (laughs) get some good ingredients, find some people you can watch who have hair like yours and get in there and have fun. Yes. Have fun with your hair. That's something that have fun with your hair. Yes. That's something I've been um, trying to get into as I'm about to leave for college. Um, I've really wanted to make sure that I'm knowing um, that I have like my hair care routine down packed because, you know, you kind of have limited space when you're in your dorm. So making sure that I know which products work, which products don't, and just trying different hairstyles just to see what I like and what I think looks good on me. So along with your career, what are some of the best resources that you say have helped you along your way? So That's a great question, too. I would say that one great resource for anyone interested in marketing or already in marketing is um, the AMA, which is the American Marketing Association. Um, Now, it is a paid membership in general, but they do have some free things online and you can find it on AMA.com or AmericanMarketingAssociation.com. 
but they have a lot of good information that will lay out, you know, what you're looking for, a lot of certifications and trainings you can get um, no matter where you are in life. And they have student memberships and other kinds of memberships. But I do really think that their um, research and their toolboxes are really great for anyone at any place in their career, whether it's an entrepreneur in a company or an entrepreneur who's doing stuff on their own. So -hmm. I would say they're one of the best resources. Um, I think another great resource is finding people who you think um, have careers or have done things that you might want to do and Googling them and looking at some of the things they're out there doing or learning. Mm -hmm. Um, And most importantly, I think just finding a community. We all know that having like-mindedness in many things um, that you find at school and clubs or everywhere else is something that can be supportive and help. And I know there's all kinds of different organizations for women, for marketers, for everybody through Facebook, LinkedIn, just, you know, get involved and um, find like-minded folks to kind of help spur you along because critical mass makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Going in alone is really hard. And, you know, I even, um, I think I often just go get ideas from a Facebook book, Facebook entrepreneur group called brand and launch, or I think it's branding and launching, maybe something like that. But it basically is a, just a good way to be reminded of what has helped other people and a lot of good case studies. So Okay. Find so, like-minded people. Yes. Find a community. Yes, finding a community and networking skills. That's something that's really important too. Yep. So I want to backtrack. You said that you're um, an entrepreneur, but you also have a mompreneur as I was reading your bio. Could you explain more about what exactly that is and what that means? Sure. So I like the preneur acronym or in state. Um, the idea that you will be curious enough to make sure that you're always trying to bring new things to wherever you are in life. So I think that, you know, I would go without saying if I wasn't really honest about the fact that what gets affected when I'm giving my all to my kids, being a mompreneur or all to my job, um, because, you know, I've had full-time jobs and been um, my daughter's Girl Scout troop leader and, you know, full-time jobs and done so many things um, for my kids and for the community and volunteer service. And I've not changed that at all. But Mm -hmm. the one thing I needed to do as I got older, my kids got older, was to make sure that I was reminding myself that I needed to be a self-preneur and do self-care things, things for me, things that continue to grow me, but things that also consider me staying healthy so that I could be there for all those communities and mentorship people. I probably have over a hundred people in some level um, (laughs) that I want to support because if I'm not healthy, how am I going to continue to support them? And healthy comes to just eating well, you Mm -hmm. know, and sometimes I don't always eat while I'm in like in front of the computer like everybody else all day long, but remembering to drink water and eat an apple, even, even if it's just eat an apple a day, I do really believe it makes a difference. So it really does speak to just making sure that you're covering the important basis to stay um, mentally well. Mm-hmm. And we know that's been a challenge for a lot. And especially with COVID, yes. um, it is not easy for any of us. I mean, this whole thing about check on your strong friends is real. Um, We all know that there's going to be ups and downs when you're dealing with um, all the 
different changes that have happened in our world. Mm -hmm. But again, having a community, making sure you're checking on people and they're checking on you um, and just, you know, independently making sure that in all parts of your life, you're trying to keep balance. So that's really kind of my message to myself. Yes. And that's something that my mom, she's really um, tried to instill in me, just making sure that I'm extending myself grace, especially through this pandemic. What we've really learned is just how acts of kindness can really go a long way and really just making sure that you're taking care of yourself and your mind and your body and your soul to ensure that you can help everyone else. So As we come to the end of this episode, a signature question that I have is what's one piece of advice you would give to Gen Z listeners to go out and diversify themselves? Huh. That's a really good one. I think I would say within reason, um, think about what your ideal result or your ideal end state is for what you want in the next year or two or three Um, and figure out what is it going to take to do it? Come up with a three-step plan and say, what is it going to take to do it? The first thing may be you need to, you know, find a mentor or find someone who did it or um, just get, you need to find a community to help you step out of your comfort zone. But I think the biggest, you know, you hear all the time that, the worst thing about, um, you know, a cemetery is that a lot of potential went early and didn't come to fruition. And I think that a lot of that happens is because we all have great ideas, but we don't necessarily put quick and simple action steps to them to make them come true. And so I think just really thinking about the fact that anything you want to do, you can probably come up with three easy steps that can get you from A to C. Um, so do it. Just go do it. Yes. Don't be afraid. Go do it. That's the, the Nike slogan. Just do it. Right. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yes. yes. So right. where can my listeners connect with you online? Um, probably the best place is um, my Instagram. Um, I I'm busy, 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 but I do spend a, spend, try to at least get to my Instagram once or twice a week. So I am, I believe I'm Don W. Thompson on Instagram. Okay. Um, I'll have I that believe that's my that. Instagram handle. So definitely uh, DM, send me some notes. I'm open. Um, and I, I think I'm on Facebook too, but probably more on Instagram. Okay. I'll make sure that I have that down in the description below. Thank you again so much for coming on. It was an honor to be able to talk with you. And again, thank you for helping me with the donation to Haven House. Everyone, I hope that you took something from this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you next time on Diversify Her. Diversify Her.